Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. Everybody asks themselves, what is Fanero? Why Fanero? Why are you going as Fanero? I just choose to take just a few minutes to uh, distinctively share something very small. Hallelujah. And uh, perhaps you'll understand why we are the way we are. Our questions for us were always like the book of Colossians says. The place where the scriptures speak of an experience of how we ought to manifest it as we ought to preach it or speak it. Not rather how we ought to speak it to make it manifest. But the scriptures speak of the manifestation preceding the speech. And that is why when Paul says in Colossians 3, let's read. With all what? Praying also for us that God would open unto us a what? A door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in bounds uh that I may make it manifest as I ought to what? To speak it. So ultimately the question that we always had in our hearts and I believe many people here represent in our generation and this nation and perhaps the whole world is a place where we have spoken too much that we seek a place of manifesting. Are you with me? We have, we, what haven't we preached? What haven't we taught? What haven't we spoken? What haven't we done? Are you hearing me? And so we've gotten to a point where we sat in the church every day, every Sunday, they were preaching a Jesus that we could not relate with because we could not see him manifested before our very own eyes. And what became of the church then became mere talk. Because men were celebrating things that were not defining to us as the Jesus Christ that ought to be. See, when you're defining this Christ and you're looking through the veil of history, the scriptures speak very well of the true blessing and prophetic word spoken by the Almighty that the church has to transition from a glory to glory experience. Therefore, if Jesus lays hands on the sick, it should not surprise Peter that his shadow is healing. But when Peter has to raise to another level where Paul comes in, the Bible says, and God wrought special miracles by Paul, that hankies that touched him, touching the sick, and all of them that were palsied and demon-possessed, the Bible says they were healed. When Paul looks at you and I, he doesn't expect the miracle of hanky or shadow. He doesn't expect the little line of things that have happened before, not because they are not important, but because in their own sense, if you really weigh down the things, you understand that it's actually stagnation. Stagnation does not necessarily mean that you don't do something. Stagnation means that you do something and stay in the same place. And sometimes as we are preaching, we're always looking back at history and what was done in our days of in 1982. I saw this in 1965. I saw this, but what is God doing today? If God healed men by laying on of hands and Peter healed by a shadow and Paul healed by a hunky, I must heal by an eyesight. The Bible says, I has not seen ear has not had. We saw hunkies heal. What has not entered the hearts of man? The Bible says the Lord has prepared for them that love him. But he has revealed it unto us by his spirit. Now the ultimate problem. 
the revelation of something no man has seen. That is why they are not just doors of speech. Paul calls them the doors of utterance. Because I'm seeking to know if God is revealing these things in your spirit. If I'm talking about the lame walking, you've seen that. I'm talking of what I has not seen. If you're talking about raising dead people, I have seen that. I'm not talking about that. That I has seen, ear has heard and has entered the hearts of man. If you're talking about having a million people in a service, that I has seen, ear has heard and has entered the hearts of men. If you're talking about, you know, opening, you know, blind eyes, that I has seen, ear has heard and has not. The Bible says, what I has not seen. But he has revealed what ear has not heard, but he has revealed what has not entered the hearts of men, but he hath revealed. So a Christian starts to walk in a dispensation of something they don't see somewhere, but it's there. Are you understanding me? You're, you're feeling something in your spirit. You don't see it yet, but when it comes, you will know it's the one. When it starts speaking, you'll know that is me. When it starts prophesying, you know that is me. When it starts doing the miracle, you'll understand that that, that is me. When it starts to worship, you will know that is it. When it starts to pray, you'll know that is it. And because it's always moving in the ever-increasing, unchangeable principle of what eye has not seen, every morning is new for it. The joy of yesterday and glory is not what it has to work with today because he makes all things new. We want to get a place where the church can get to, where we are too unpredictable, not because we can do anything anytime, but because we can do anything any day. The people look at you and they can't predict you. The Bible says, and so is he which is born of the spirit. For you know it's not where it bloweth or where it goeth, but you feel it. And the Lord make you felt in the name of Jesus Christ. God make you felt in your school. God make you felt in your ministry. God make you felt where you are. God make you felt. But nobody can predict you. Because they can't tell what comes out of you. You're not the learning mister. Trying to adopt and mutate through the glory of Gnosko. You are ever a Pignosko. You carry the advanced knowledge of God. Paul looks at the church and says, oh, I don't cease to pray. Colossians 1.9. Are you hearing me? Give, me? give me that. Give me that. Give me that. First Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. What does it say? He says, for this cause, he says, we also since the day we had it. We do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with all the epignosis of his will. In all what? Come on somebody. In all what? And spiritual what? Understanding. Next line. And what is That you may what? Walk worthy of the Lord and to all what? Being fruitful in good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I'm unpredictable. You can't tell what I'm going to do tomorrow. If you thought you'd know me, tell your neighbor. If you thought you'd know me, you haven't known anything yet. And this I prophesy. I don't know that you're ready to receive it in this atmosphere. God is raising people in this nation. 
who are about to become too unpredictable. Come and receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Power of the Holy Ghost, receive it. Receive it now. God is raising people who you're not going to be able to because their education can't tell them. Their workplace can't tell them. Their ministry can't tell them. Their relatives and friends can't tell them. Their own country won't be able to interpret them. That I may manifest it as I ought to preach it. When we're talking about manifestation, we want to get to a place where a man will look at you and say, that is God. For this is the mystery which was hid from the ages past and now revealed which is Christ in us. The people, listen, people have to get to a point where when they look at you, they say that is God. Why? Because the Bible says we've been sumo-forced. We've been made to conform to his image, the icon. That means in the spirit world, when the devil looks at you, you look like Jesus. He doesn't call you Zach Rogers, Robert, Peter Mandela. No, he, come on, he carries He says, for whom he did foreknew, he also what? Predestinated to be what? Conformed to the image. The Bible says that he is the express image of the invisible God. Let me correct that. He's no longer. The Bible says that we regard no man in the flesh, even the Christ. Because he's no longer in the flesh. Now you are the invisible image. Sorry, the express image of the invisible God. And great is the mystery of godliness. For he came in the body. He was vindicated by the spirit. He was preached by the angels. He was believed on the wa'okerebasakatalaba. I don't know. He says, it's expedient that I go. For if I don't go, you'll not receive the comforter. The Holy Ghost. He says he shall teach you all things and remind you that which you have forgotten. When Paul saw it, he says in 1 Corinthians 9, he says, let's go there. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Chapter, chapter 1 verse 9. Chapter 1 verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9. Listen to what Paul says. Paul says, God is what? By whom you were called unto the word, the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ. Now, if you read the Greek translation from the interlinear Bible, this is how it reads. It says, God is faithful by whom you were called unto fellowship of his son Jesus. Now, if you study the underlying meaning of that scripture, it would actually mean that you were called that Christ would get into you and participate through you. Because the word there, fellowship, is koinonia. The place of participation that God is faithful enough to have a certain participation, a certain participation. That Listen, this is deeper than you praying to Jesus. No, this is Jesus in you. (laughs) 
The problem is that our folk know not. The anointing has started. The power of God is here. I feel pregnant people giving birth right now. No, look at this. Look at this. Two different people. Are you hearing me? Two different what? God comes to Zacchaeus and tells him that he's about to have a child. Are you hearing me? And what does Zacchaeus say? Let's open there. In Luke, chapter 1, verse 18. Are we there? Luke, chapter 1, verse 18. Let's open there shortly. When God tells Zacchaeus that something is going to happen, listen, he says, listen to the question. Zacchaeus said unto the angel, whereby shall I know this? He didn't say how. He, said, he says, whereby, listen, he says, whereby shall I know this? For I'm an old man and my wife is well stricken with years. I wish you understand me. Listen, you're going to have a child. How will I know? Because the issue to Zacharias was knowledge. If he knows, he can get it. You don't get me. If Zacharias knows it, I don't know that you're listening. He can get it. When you tell him you're going to have a child, he says, whereby shall I know this? In other words, you're prophesying upon my life something I don't have a knowledge of. For I am an old man and my wife is well stricken in the eyes. I don't think that those words had physical implication because the guy he's talking to made a certain woman at 90 give birth. But it's just one thing to walk in something you know not. So, Zacharias' question is really simple. How will I know? You're saying I'm going to have a child. How? Will I know? Because there's a certain knowledge I need. You see, some of you don't understand this. Okay, go to Hebrews. Hebrews say, by faith, Sarah received. You know, let's get it. Let's go there shortly. I want to show you something. Now listen. Thank God. Now listen, King James, eh? he says, listen, read with me. Through what? Sarah, how what? Received what? To what? And was delivered her of? When she was passed? Because she judged him faithful. We're not talking of a faithfulness of God getting you out of Mary Clay. That's good. We're talking of a faithfulness of his word. Of which it is impossible for God to lie. The faithfulness that calls us to a koinonia of his son. The Bible says she judged him faithful. That is why that when we are bound in that love, it's in all knowledge and judgment that we may examine the things that are excellent that we might not have offense on the day of Christ. So he says, listen, through faith, Sarah, the Bible says, she conceived. Women, conception. She conceived seed and was delivered her oath. Now, in King James, you actually realize 
Seed and children are two different things. You don't get me. You, I, I'm talking of people. Eh? Listen, in King James, seed and child are two different things. I'm not talking of one with child without seed. I'm not talking of one with seed without child. Luke 8, 11. The Bible says, and the parable is this. That the seed is the word. Come on, somebody. The Bible says that the parable is that the seed is the word. Now, let's go back to Hebrews. Hebrews says, through faith, Sarah herself received dunamis to, co- to conceive spermatos that delivered her a child. I don't know whether Musumba Muntegera. He says, through faith, the substance, material of things hopeful, evidence of things not seen, she received the word to conceive. That means the word sent without a certain faith has no conception. Listen, the word, listen, the word without faith. A seed without faith carries no what? Child. Are you with me? That's why it says through faith. Now, understand me here. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word. He didn't say and by hearing the word. He said hearing by the word. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word. So you are by the word and you start to what? To hear. What you hear by the word, are you hearing it? Gives you dunamis to conceive the word that delivers you the child. In other words, sometimes the word we deliver to you is different from the word that is conceived in you. That is why the Bible says, all scripture is profitable. All. All. You can read Genesis and say, in the beginning, and then a lame man walks. Do you understand? Why? <laughs> Listen, all scripture is what? Given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable. Oh. That means you can say, and then the Lord, and then your eyes open. It's called the efficacy of the word. Of which it is impossible for God to lie. But you see, when this word comes to your spirit, now conception. How do I receive what has been released? That has nothing to do with your thought process. Because Sarah, believe me, you can start laughing and think you're doubting. Yet the boy you're going to produce is called, he laughs. You're actually laughing, thinking, you're actually laughing, thinking you're unbelieving. Yet it's actually working. 
For he shall be called Isaac. For he what? And then in the unity of the faith, God sees that Sarah and Abraham are one. And he claims the faith place and say, uh-uh. Abraham staggered not. What you hear as laughter was actually the word working. For you what you hear as laughter in unbelief. What I'm trying to tell you, there is a place where the substance of the word comes with a depth that even in unbelief, God works. For even though the Bible says, we believe not, but yet he abideth faithful. For he cannot deny himself. Don't take a day. I'm talking of a faithfulness that will say next year you're going to get a big thing. And then you say, I don't believe it. But as you're saying, I don't believe it. You're actually saying, I believe it. That when Paul is writing, he says, uh uh-uh. He staggered not at the promise. (laughs) But he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Let me tell you, saints, there's a place in God. The Bible says that there is a path (laughs) that no beast knoweth, no fowl knoweth. There's a place where the word of God can't be robbed of you. And cannot not do. If if a man is still living in a place. Where the word cannot not do. It's not yet the word. He says there's a path which no fowl knoweth. So that the fowls you read in the scriptures. Which come and and, and rob the seed off off the ground. they, They don't know that path. says the vulture's eye has not what? The lion's whelps have not what? Trodden it. Not the fierce lion passed by. So when people say he cometh as a lion, he like, it's like really, but not as. There are people who are so dispensed in a place where they can't even quote that scripture. Not because it's wrong, but they live in a, in a place where the lion No, it's not. It's beyond the attack of apostasy. It's beyond the attack of apostasy. Because in its own, it comes too incorruptible to be corrupted. Being born of the incorruptible seed, which is the word of God, it lives and abides forever. So how be it our words attain corruption to a place where apostasy is burst and men walk unskilled and inexperienced in the era of the world. This is why it is not yet conceived inside them. Because it cannot be conceived and not bear a child by faith. Listen, I want you to understand that when you read it in the King James, it wasn't an H. It wasn't Sarah H. Now we're going into another mad crazy place. Now, I want to show you that pass. The Bible says, through faith, also Sarah received strength to conceive seed. 
and was delivered over a child when she was past age. So, which word actually gave her child? The word that gave Sarah a child was not that you're going to deliver a son. That was not the word that actually got Sarah pregnant. Because remember, there was a necessity of a word that had to change the Sarah, S-A-R-A, to Sarah, S-A-R-A-H. And that word makes her the mother of all. When she becomes the mother of all, the demon of barrenness. You don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You, you, you cannot tell her that you are the mother of all. And then she worries that she's barren. Please, I'm preaching to you backstage. Answer me. You, you can't tell her, Sarah, she is the mother. She's called mother because her name changes. Now, God can't say you're rich and you worry about paying debt. Because that's a lower place in the blessing of God. Okay, let me even worsen it. He can't tell Abraham, you are the father of all nations and Sarah is his wife. You don't understand what I'm saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? You, you can't tell her, Abraham, that you're going to be a father. Look at the stars. Can you count them? That's how big your descendants are going to be. And Sarah worries about getting child. Through faith. Faith comes by hearing. <laughs> In fact, what impregnated Sarah was the name change. You don't get me, do you? What, what impregnated Sarah was the name change. When the name changed, she conceived the word that you're going to have a child. It could not make sense then when the name had not changed. Both of Abraham and Sarah Meaning that sometimes all you need is a change of identity. You, you don't get me. That's all. Now you're born again. Listen, you're born again, you woman. He said, you have been blessed with every spiritual bless in the heavenly places in Christ and you have been given all things that pertain to life and godliness now he says now let me take it deeper whether it's Apollos Oh, Paul, that is the general revelation 
coming out of any human spirit as of either it planting or watering. He says, all are yours. He says, whether Paul, one which planted, or Apollos, or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, all things to come, they're all what? Eh, 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 eh. The next invention is yours. The next innovation is yours. The next technology is yours. The next move is yours. The next miracle is yours. The next working is eh. All things are yours. And your Christ. When I read that, I realized it's easy for a man to be deeper than Paul. Because the man owns Paul's revelation. <laughs> he has all his notes. Yet I has not seen. <laughs> he has not heard. Has not entered the hearts of man. What the Lord has prepared. Listen. Whatever Paul wrote, you're deeper. You're deeper than whatever Paul wrote. Eh? You're deeper than whatever Paul wrote. Paul looks at you and me and he says, ay, 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 ay. I wish I'm in 2015. Why? Because in the last days, epignosis shall increase. <laughs> the Bible says, your father Abraham <laughs> rejoiced. <laughs> he saw you and I, eh? then he started dancing for, for an anniversary. He saw it happening in its first year. And then he started, the Bible says, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and he was glad. Somebody say Amen. Zacharias, how shall I know? God says, this mouth can't. This mouth that knoweth not, it should not speak until the baby comes out. <laughs> and the Bible says, and when the baby was born, Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost. Meaning the spirit had departed. Because he trusteth not a mouth that knoweth not how. You see how Mary said it in Luke one thirty four. She didn't ask knowledge. She knew. She just asked, how shall it be? <laughs> Phronesis. I'm past now. I know the critical faculty tells me it's possible. But how are we going to do it here? Is it going to pass through the mouth? Because I don't have a man. How is it going to be? <laughs> Are you hearing me? You're going to increase. God, how? Do we begin with Fanero? Then we celebrate one year? Oh, yes. That's how. Okay, let's do it that way. There's another way. Tell your neighbor, we are no longer questioning how we shall know. We have an unction from on high. We know all things. Come on, somebody. We know all things. Now, because we know, our 
questions always in the seeking of Almighty God is how. We're not believing for them men to walk. No. We are ever constantly beholding what he's doing because we want to do how he's doing without questioning whether he will. We are past that level. I do as I... Eh, eh, some, now we are the question is how is it going to be done? So, because I can lay hands and the eyes open, but if I split on the ground and I make something and put it on the eye, he can still be healed. If I speak and tell them leprosy has left, they will be healed. But if I tell them, go wash yourself, they will still be healed. Now, because it's places of option, and now we have the mind of Christ, unlike Zacharias and Mary, because by the time he's dealing with them, they are not new creatures. They are old natured. Now he says you have an unction. You know all things. That means you know that it is going to happen. You also carry the grace to determine how. How? Now that's what's going to make us unpredictable. Why? Because if men used to say in the name of Jesus you demon go and that is how they remove devils. We're going to walk with men who have devils. And then we just, <laughs> and the devils go. Listen, they're about to ask, what manner of man are you? Oh, I feel something. I feel something. Listen, you'll enter a hospital with somebody with a cancer. And then you'll ask yourself, should I speak to it? Should I look at it? Should I laugh at it? Should I just dance? Then you enter a hospital and then you start. And I say, but pastor, the person is dying, they're on oxygen. She's not breathing. And as you're dancing, poo. <laughs> How shall it be? <laughs> this afternoon it started to rain and drizzle. I told Pastor Johnson, and a certain guy was here doing DJ. I asked myself, should I stop it? Should I speak to it? And then I walked by with a guy with machines here. And I told him, if I stay in it, it won't rain. <laughs> Do you get it? How? Did I want to take rain away? By decreeing a thing. I said, if we stay in the rain, it won't rain. Me, Johnson, and a few stayed in the rain. The rain says, Apostle Grace, I don't get you. Then it lifted off. That's why sometimes Jesus was too late that he can find a girl dead and he tells a little girl, wake up. Masha katarabasti. 
you wake up. Because in his spirit, the house couldn't make us die. The, the house created a conditioned spirit to imagine she's asleep. I wish you know what that does to any businessman who has understood what I just said. Somebody who failed a project a few days ago. Somebody who put in a proposal and they're still giving you headache. Talitha Kumai. So, as for Nero, as I conclude, we realize that the liberties of the spirit is a place where men determine how. Because they'll pass the faith of what? Or whether it shall be or not. And that is why Fanero is not just a ministry. Fanero is people. They might not be Fanero in the church, but they are people. We, we are defining certain people. That's why I pray for you now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That because you're past the knowledge of whether it shall happen or not. And you're dispensed in the grace of how you want it. God is not planning to give you the eggs he wants you to have. God is planning to give you the eggs the way you want them. That is why the Bible says, when Mary says and asks, how shall it be? She's inquiring of the way. She's not inquiring of the possibility and ability. She's inquiring of the way. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I pray that this coming year, in fact, we differ from today. God will launch you into a grace that will only determine how you want it. That you'll define your ministry. That you'll define your business. That you'll define your job. That you'll define your marriage. That you'll determine the state of your body. That you'll determine the length of your vision. The width of your perception. The dispensation of your interpretation. That you'll determine how deep you want to go. For we are responding to a deepness that calleth unto deep. And the Bible says, and while in the water, they speak face to face. Not in visions, no dreams, but face to face. That the Lord will teach you. That he will teach you. That as knowledge comes, your life is changed. Your life is renewed. Your life is translated into the very image and likeness of our Lord. Now conceive it. Just take a minute and conceive it. Receive it. I feel the anointing here. Something is happening. Something is happening. Savior, I 
given your life to Jesus I want you to raise your hand and just get in love with that man and say I'm ready to take him as my personal Lord and Savior raise your hand up straight I want to pray for you I see some hands up thank you Lord Jesus I see hands up people want to be born again thank you Lord Jesus repeat these words after me say Lord Jesus I believe with my heart that you died and rose again and I confess your Lordship today in Jesus mighty name somebody say I thank you Lord because I'm not asking what and I'm not questioning that it's gonna come say it is come now I'm determining how it's gonna come I'm determining my ministry I'm determining my business listen it doesn't matter whether the deserts are holding up certain people yours will blossom it doesn't matter whether the brooks are dried in certain places. Yours will produce water. You'll have water in the wells that others have dug and have produced dryness. Receive it and say it is mine. In the name of Jesus. The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. 
For more information, contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at fenerocompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.funero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Fenero. Make manifest.